0: Hey guys, it's Daniel. I'm one of the Popcorn Boys. America's favorite Popcorn Boy, maybe. I mean, I don't know. That's just what I've heard sometimes from people. Uh, Before we get into this week's episode, I just wanted to come on and say briefly that the audio, as you will hear, is not great on the episode. You'll hear us talk a little bit about the fact that we've been having some microphone and tech issues, and I thought that we had resolved them. Apparently not, So the audio is less than ideal, Uh, it's particularly bad at the beginning, I think it gets a little bit better as the episode goes, or maybe you just get used to how bad we sound, Uh, but regardless wanted to pop on and apologize for that, but you know what, listen, we make this podcast for free, what are you going to do? I've never claimed to be an audio engineer, okay, so the audio is not great, please don't spam my DMs, I know it sounds bad. But I still think it's a fun episode, and it's a worthwhile time. So uh, sorry about the audio stuff. Hopefully it's not too bad for you, and we appreciate you listening. Popcorn Boys family, our fans, we love you so much. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the episode. Sorry it sounds bad. Bye.
1: return of the popcorn boys we're coming in hot we are coming at you live from clover city california i'm kyle jameson with me is daniel trainer and daniel
0: baby. have you seen the news lately jizz <laughs> lane's going to jail who jizz lane who's that is that how you pronounce your name? Is it Gislane I don't think so. I've never heard it said out loud. Didn't watch the doc. Uh Gislane. It can't be Gislane <laughs> No chance. Uh
1: Jis Giz-
0: Giselane. G- Ms. Maxwell. Who's Luna? Maxwell? Who's is it anyway? Maxwell? Were you more of a Colin Mockery or a... Uh, that was a Ryan Styles guy. Yeah, Ryan Styles, yeah, for sure. He was my guy. It was Spider-Man, they let a woman on there for fun. When? On whose line? Yeah, when did they let a woman on? We, oh, we'll let her on here for fun. <laughs> you know. Some blonde in a bob. Look at you, trying so hard already to
1: change the subject. No, go
0: on. No, he, This no.
1: is the moment... The Popcorn Boys universe has
0: been waiting for. Listen, we haven't recorded in we missed last week because of the holidays and you were sick and the world was sick and we didn't record last week. I do wonder if your illness was feigned so you could be here tonight. Okay, first of all... stomping on me. I'm more sick now than I was last week. (laughs) Okay, well, get out of my apartment. I don't have COVID. Get out of my apartment. I don't have COVID. How do you know? That we know of.
1: (laughs) Forgive my coughing throughout the episode.
0: Um, Okay, lay it on me. Listen, lay it on me.
1: Daniel pretended that the microphones didn't work last week when we tried to record because he was so upset... About the status of the box office challenge, 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 I challenge.
0: will s- I will say we did not record last week because the microphones did not work and miraculously they are working tonight. Uh, unclear
1: exactly what's happening. The microphones stopped working and then we had some scheduling issues. <laughs>
0: scheduling issues. Some conflicts. <laughs> sure. Listen. Just go. Just go. So here we are. Do whatever, we, we, do whatever you're going to do. Here we are. What is that? Face to face. Isn't that a song? Don't know.
1: All right. <clears throat> For those of you who are living under a rock, the biggest story in the world right now is not Omicron? 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 How do you say it? Omarion. Omarion. It is not the virus. It is the box office, which fits in just so nicely with what your favorite popcorn boys like to talk about, because Spider-Man, checking to make sure I have the right title, No Way Home, (laughs) I mean, the box office is back, and the box office challenge, more importantly, is back. (sighs) Spider-Man No Way Home came out a couple weeks ago, and... It had the second biggest weekend opening of all time. Not pandemic times here we're talking about. All time. The only weekend (sighs) opening bigger than Spider-Man No Way Home ever was Avengers Endgame. It eclipsed The Force Awakens. It even eclipsed Infinity War. Uh, Opened $260 its opening weekend. And since then has continued to... (sighs)
0: Full throttle ahead. Charlie's Angels. (laughs) And is now made... Wait for it. $516
1: million at the domestic box office.
0: Now, why is that important, you ask?
1: And if you're listening to this podcast, you're not asking that. You're just just waiting to hear how sad Daniel is.
0: I'm just sitting here with gritted teeth.
1: Um, But before that, already... Number 14 all time at the domestic box office. After what? 10 days?
0: I'm saying nothing.
1: Uh, a clear path, obviously, to the top 10 and beyond. Perhaps to infinity and beyond.
0: Oh, God. I have a lot to say about that trailer, by the way. <laughs> I've been subjected to that multiple times this week. Go we on.
1: Are... Where's my daily one? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 days in to its box office run. And it just keeps cranking away. Now, <clears throat> for those of you waiting on Baited breath for the numbers, shout out to the Dash Numbers,
0: by the way, for providing these numbers. Thank you, Numbers. Ooh, wait, we've talked about, remember Numbers with a 3 on CBS? We've talked about this on the podcast before,
1: unfortunately. Oh, yeah
0: um miss that show
1: the the current standings update is coming but before what yes before prolonging
0: I'm gonna, my agony be,
1: i'm going to take you on a tr- little trip down memory lane
0: oh god what are you about the to popcorn do popcorn
1: boys what memory are lane are you ready
0: no what are, are you, you about ready for to a do little,
1: little trip down popcorn boys me- i'm just going to before we reveal the current standings, I'm just going to... What are I'd you like, about to do? I'd like to, to play do? a little, a brief snippet oh, God. of some of our past conversations. Okay. Uh, I will try to do a whoosh so you know that it's old clips that I'm playing off my phone into the microphone as opposed to us speaking. You will try off.
0: to do a whoosh?
1: or like a whoosh. Oh. That's, that's your indication that... Oh, where it's a throwback to an old clip.
0: Okay, yeah, the classic whoosh to let you know it's an old clip. Yeah, of course.
1: Yeah, no, uh, that's how TV works. All right, you ready? Yeah.
0: Uh, whoosh!
1: Wait, hold on. I <laughs> oh up. wow, god, that went.
0: Oh god, god, that went so god. You know what? <laughs> I the forgot box about the office play, play. The box office challenge is not going my way, but let me tell you. To see the clip play and then to hear you the whoosh.
1: <laughs> I forgot to hear the whoosh is, until I hit that. That
0: is enough. All right. That is enough. I can mm-hmm. lose. I can lose now to see that happen in Pumped real time. All
2: right, here we go. <sighs> uh, I'm Not going for everyone. do
0: the honors of selecting first. Really? Yes, I'm going first. Oh, okay. I'm, okay. This is great news for me. I think you're making a huge mistake. A huge mistake? Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, God.
1: Wow, that clip uh, from May 26th episode, the box office draft. The second episode we ever did. And that is Daniel revealing that my decision to pick first in this year's box office draft was a
0: quote-unquote huge mistake.
1: Daniel, <laughs> your thoughts?
0: I didn't know there'd be more variance. Okay, that's all I can say about that.
1: Okay? okay? Uh, stand by. Oh, God. From that same episode...
0: You are really coming with receipts like a fucking gay man <laughs> <laughs> at brunch. Ooh, scary. Don't do it, Gary. Ladies and gentlemen, my next pick is your 2021 Best Picture winner,
1: Nightmare Alley. This uh, is okay. Sorry, that clip actually wasn't meant for this section. <laughs>
0: Oh, I, didn't, so I didn't label these
1: clips. Um, so now that, you're that's, playing clips. That's funny, so now you're...
0: So you have multiple clips where you're just dragging me on the podcast <laughs> that you co host I am here. <laughs> Sorry, that was the wrong clip. Ready? Oh, great. So uh, I assume you're feeling pretty confident. Uh, I, I've never felt more confident. I, I, the level of confidence that I'm feeling right now about like the box office challenge 2021 is the level of confidence that I felt going into senior year high school winter play auditions for peter pan was like peter pan was your Uh, your play the the winter play yeah it's like i have the role of you have the role locked up uh that's from our (laughs) june 16th episode okay now you're you're really prancing in here for this episode Thinking that you have it all figured out. You think you have this box office challenge sewn up.
1: I didn't say that. I haven't even revealed the standings yet. Why are you being so cruel? So I'm (laughs) laying out the context of our conversation as it has evolved over the course of the year in terms of the box office challenge. Sure. Where Daniel was just running away with the thing even though, again, he, he thought I should not have chosen first. As that for as you heard in that first clip, he thought *Nightmare Alley* was going to win Best Picture. Oh wait, sorry, that was that was of another <laughs> conversation.
0: Dang, you messed that up. <laughs> um, There's uh, another will one. Will that flop ever come? I don't know. I'm three for three. I'm about to go four for four this weekend. Things are looking great for me. I have more than half of your total with only three movies out, and you have twelve. If the contest is over.
1: Bring me my check, Delta. <laughs> Delta. That, of course, from August 5th's episode.
0: Good God, to be cheering for Daniel Delta! Yelling,
1: the contest is over. In case you <laughs> didn't hear that clearly, as I'm playing it on my phone into the microphone this instead of just is... clipping these out from the actual. I episodes.
0: did not know this was coming. <clears throat> now. Whew,
1: this is my friend Kyle. Can so for reference, he's obsessed with losing in the box office challenge, it's embarrassing at this point. <laughs> Short one there. Uh, that was from how much? How much seconds. time do you have on your hands? <laughs> I listened through uh, a few episodes trying to find uh, these these moments. Uh, you haven't
0: you haven't won jack shit.
1: Well, that I us stand to-
0: by everything. I I stand by every single thing I've said. <laughs>
1: That brings us to the current standings. Okay. In first place, Team Daniel. Yeah, baby. One billion, eight hundred twenty-four million, five hundred thirty-two thousand twenty dollars.
0: You wish.
1: Second place, Team Kyle. <sighs> one billion, five hundred thirty-six million,
0: four hundred twenty-four thousand one hundred thirty-four dollars. Okay. So let's really so let's current. Re- Okay. Difference. Thank you.
1: Is $288,107,886. Okay. Now, until Spider-Man came out, obviously, this looked all wrapped up, tied in a nice little bow, or at least that's tied what in Daniel it. thought.
0: Nice little web.
1: Oh. Uh, yeah. That was. Thank you. No, I was, uh, I was genuinely thanking you. I, I didn't come up with the pun. So, I Well, I'm kind of the pun king. <laughs> um <clears throat> So suddenly we have ourselves a ball game as one <sighs> might yeah. say. Yeah. Now, the contest is, has gone from you know, uh, you know those the win probability charts we see on ESPN all the time. No. And it's like when you look at the box score of the game, it's like, oh, there was they had a 99.7 chance of winning the game, but then they threw an interception. And
0: and now they're they going to lose. They out an outside
1: kick and blah, blah. Yeah, Anyway, sure. that was Daniel, at least his, <laughs> col- his confidence level.
0: Am I the Falcons?
1: No, you're the Winter Soldiers. What? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you were up
0: 28-3. Oh, God but much like it was always going to happen this way much like no tom you know what? Brady, I, you know what tom holland put everything <laughs> together
1: midway through the third quarter baby and no, started marching us back
0: i'm not defeated i still believe that i will win so okay so the the uh the discrepancy is what how much am i ahead to two, basically
1: 288 million okay, so
0: 288 i need everybody to run out and see the kings. <laughs> <laughs> now, for those unfamiliar
1: with uh, the rules of the box office challenge, yeah, the contest does not end unless, unless somebody throws in the towel. And this year, the contest is likely going to be pretty close up until the actual finished date.
0: Oh, I will say, I would say so.
1: Uh, we, we, the last day of the contest is Oscar Sunday. We, tally the final numbers on the monday after the oscars as that is the official end of the movie year
0: what which is what seven months from now i know the oscars are in you know august um well there's still time for you know
1: oscar movies in particular
0: to Oh, so now hold on so now you're coming at it from the perspective of you've won Oh, what? there's still time for your Oscar movie. No, no, I'm just Your starting... little Oscar movie. Oh, I'm not overconfident. Yeah. I'm Did like... I draft Nightmare Alley? Yeah. Did I draft <laughs> House of Gucci? Of course. Did I draft The French Dispatch? You better believe it. <laughs> I, I, look, I'm
1: not overconfident. I am just rubbing in your overconfidence because now we have a close race. We do. <laughs> oh, God. It, it's happening again. Unfortunately, I think for me to realistically get in this, it's gonna have to open like over 200. That's not happening, (coughs) probably not, but that's the kind of open it's gonna need to have. I'm sure, okay. Well, Two. I mean, unless
2: the matrix and sing 2 wildly outperform, uh, Uh you know,
1: my little baby, but like (laughs) 150 is probably in play. Probably, I would
0: assume so, It's the biggest opening is- Now, the biggest question in that clip is when I said, my little baby. <laughs> Unclear What where? was I
1: talking about? No one knows. Nobody has any idea. But
0: my little baby. The important part of that clip is me
1: saying, for me to get into this contest, it's going to have to open uh, around 200, 200 plus million. Okay. To which Daniel says, that's not happening. You're right. It didn't open to 200 million. It opened to 260 million.
0: Well, and you know why, Kyle? I have to be honest about this. We're in a pandemic, and I really had more. Not according
1: to the CDC. Oh
0: god, the CDC—more <laughs> like the uh, Center of uh, Disaster Control. I came up with that on the spot. <laughs> oh wow, that was good. Um, but real quick, let's but, let's by the way. way. Please run out and see West Side Story. Please run out and go see it. If you, if you had COVID six days ago, you can go see West Side Story. <laughs> now, unfortunately for me, well,
1: okay, so let's talk logistics here. Basically, logistics. we really only have, between the two of us, other than kind of movies that linger or maybe do another little theater run for the Oscars, something along those lines, sure. there's really only four movies that are still, for all intents and purposes, out and potentially making any money. It's really, it's really getting short. What are the four? Well, so obviously Spider-Man, No Way Home, Sing Two, yeah, and then to a lesser extent, The Matrix Resurrections and The King's Man.
0: We can let go of those latter <laughs> those two. Those are
1: basically you know trickling their way to their finish lines. Yeah. over the course of this week. <sighs> so really, what it's going to come down to is. Does Spider Man No Way Home and Sing 2 have another $290 million left in them? Yeah. So, Spider Man No Way Home is currently sitting at $516 million. Its trajectory is. A, it's going to be. I mean, this is basically going to determine the challenge here. So. Yeah. You know, I need it. For me to actually win this. I need it to make well over 200 more million. Yeah. Because um, Sing 2 is going to, you know, make a little bit. Sing 2 is going to do what it does. Right. It's going to
0: sing its way to the finish line. I mean, Sing 2 will finish with what? <clears throat> Let's say, uh, you know. What is what? it at
1: now? <laughs> you, you have it in front of you there, right? Is that oh 40 something, 50 something? To
0: ask me to pull up something. Oh, God. You know, life is so hard. Sing 2 is at 54. 54. So that's, you know. So Sing 2, I mean, uh, what? I think we're probably looking at something that finishes between 90 and 100. Yeah, I was going to say, let, let's
1: say, yeah, let's say it makes another 40 to 50
0: million dollars. All right, so let's give you 50, just to be nice, because it's the holiday season.
1: Then we're looking for another 240 from Spider Man ish. <sighs> Um did I do that math right? I think so.
0: No, don't ask me, please.
1: So <clears throat> we're Spider Man to make another two hundred forty or so. We're talking about, about seven hundred and fifty million dollars total in its run. Yeah. Which is high. <laughs> uh some of its contemporaries, number one all time in the domestic box office is Star Wars The Force Awakens, that ended at nine hundred and thirty six. Number two is Avengers Endgame, which ended at eight fifty eight. Yeah. I believe if I'm not mistaken number 3 is uh Avengers Infinity War which ended at 678. Yeah. So Spider-Man is up ahead of that Infinity War pace. Pace. Uh it is also it's making less on the weekends but more on the weekdays because uh Infinity Holidays. War came out in like May or something and you know, now obviously we're in the holiday season, so the the weekday numbers are bigger than your average week because people are not in school, et cetera. Et cetera. So it's, you know, it we we know for sure that it's cracking six hundred million because it's already at $515, five fifteen, five sixteen. Yeah. The question now is, it going to break seven hundred? And I, I, you know, if you. One were to wager a guess that 700 is probably around where you imagine it's going to land. Sure. I think. Sure. So I needed to slightly outperform that.
0: Remind me... I'm putting a button in this real quick. Remind me that sort of a, a another level of this conversation we should have after this is about why it might get higher. Yes, okay. Remind me of this. Okay.
1: So... We have uh, – basically, the the moral of the story is we have a very, very interesting next two, <sighs> three weeks on our hands. And then we'll see how long the those, those daddy long legs last.
0: Is that a spider reference? Yeah, of course. Interesting. The daddy long legs. <sighs> That's Are a you scared of spiders? I had a spider in my shower a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And it was just like crawling up like – on the wall while I was showering. Yep. I loved it. You loved it. I don't... Spiders are so not... Spiders are very cool. Yeah. I, I I thought it was fun. Yeah, it was interesting that on... you noted know the shower because the one... The it was only time I an honor. A... It was an honor to take the a shower. The only time I it.
1: kill a spider is when they're in the shower with me.
0: Okay. I would never kill another living thing. When I'm in the shower, <laughs> naked, vulnerable, I just... I, I... Okay. What? What is you be <laughs> I'm
1: too naked? vulnerable when, I'm, in when the shower. I'm naked, vulnerable? No, when I'm naked, I'm vulnerable and therefore if there's You a, are? If there's a spider in the shower. Why are with you me,
0: vulnerable when you're naked?
1: It gets rinsed down the drain. That's so rude. Well, any other time I I let them live. I'm 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 friends with spiders.
0: Just let it do its thing. It's not going to do anything, to you. It's a fucking spider. Okay. I love spiders. I am on... Oh, interesting. Because you just killed one.
1: No, it hasn't happened in a while. I I am on the 99.9
0: percentile of let spiders live. No, obviously not. Yes, I am. Obviously Everybody not. Everyone else just kills them. Willy nilly. That's what you just did. Because no, you're only, naked and vulnerable. Only if I'm naked and vulnerable in the shower. That's my favorite show on Discovery Channel. <laughs> naked naked vulnerable and vulnerable. So, naked and vulnerable... Never never mind.
1: (laughs) So how are you feeling about the box office challenge?
0: Okay. Bad, first of all. Um, But on the flip side of that, it's fun because of the fact that I think this is what we want to talk about. It's exciting and maybe – I don't know. Is it exciting? Is it bad? I don't know. But the fact that people are going to the movies again and Ah, seeing uh, something like this in droves is fun. It's hard to separate that conversation from the fact that we are living through a pandemic. Um, Should I be encouraging people to go to the movies? Should I be celebrating people going to the movies You know, I don't know. The movies are safe. Are they safe? I don't know. But not. I mean, I think they're pretty safe. Are they? I don't know. I. I I don't know. I mean, they sort of are. People who go to the movies regularly. Well, sure. The pandemic. Sure, but the one thing that we have going for us, at least a little bit, is is that that we eat lots
1: of popcorn. (laughs) Yes.
0: God, I see. I saw a movie yesterday with no popcorn. What? Miserable. Why? Well, okay, so real quick. Yesterday, I... Oh, you saw two movies. I saw two. I did a double feature by myself. I went to see The Tragedy of Macbeth, and then I saw Parallel Mothers uh, both by myself. But the Parallel Mothers screening was a sold-out thing with the Q&A with Penelope Cruz. Wow. Goddess walking amongst us. Uh, But that screening was sold out. And, you know, I was there by myself, and it just felt like I didn't want to be in a sold-out movie screening, like, with my mask down, eating popcorn the entire time. So I got no food and just wore my mask the entire time. Wow,
1: no food. What a hero.
0: It was – thank you. It it really was – yeah, I did consider myself a martyr. Um, During Tragic Macbeth, I, of course, you know, did eat popcorn the entire time. Um, (laughs) But – I don't know, getting back to what I was saying, like, we at least were, I mean, you and I go to the same movie theater pretty much for every movie. You have to show a vax card. You have to be vaccinated to go. That doesn't mean you can't be a COVID carrier if you're there, blah, 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 blah. Wow. You know. Daniel Fauci over here. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Um, no, uh, we are. Listen, I I, 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 don't know. We we live in this. Uh, should I, you know, it's going to the movies. Good, I hope so, because <laughs> I go every other day. But, um, it's tough. Uh, what was your question? <laughs> How do I feel? Yeah. Um, right. we're getting
1: into the, the, kick, Push. kick start kick that Spider-Man No Way Home has given movie theaters
0: yeah I mean positive thing negative thing somewhere in between it's so hard I mean you know this conversation about the superhero movies and what it means for movie theaters you know you and I have talked about this a lot like off pod but it's like I do find it to be a little exhausting and I think that what, sorry, what? Exhausting. The, the conversation about. Okay, got it, yeah. I'm also talking to you, but um, um the conversation hold about. On, what I got it, another clip. <laughs> Whoosh. <laughs> but like you know, the conversation about what it means for the future of movies and what it means for the future of cinema, and people can be very pretentious and very high horse about all of this stuff, and I think, you know, it's. <laughs> I don't want to say pan- like, like I don't want to say let's set the pandemic aside cuz that's not what I mean to say but I think for all intents and but purposes pandemic aside yeah for this conversation it's like I think this idea that a movie like Spider-Man comes out and so many people rush to see it and it becomes like this water cooler thing and people are excited and like want to talk about it but also like don't want to spoil it and it's like have you seen it have you seen it have you seen it like to have that move like have that moment in a movie theater now where we are culturally feels like a pretty cool thing and that is the future that is where we are like we're not going back to the heyday of the hand not even the heyday but like this is where we are and right. so I think celebrate these moments of, like, people going to the movies and enjoying themselves and being happy and excited to see something and have a conversation culturally about something. I think that's, that should be celebrated rather than, like, ridiculed. Right. Now, the, the flip
1: side of the argument is, you know, the, the way in which these superhero movies you know, tend to eat some of the other movies, you know, sure. there was that viral tweet about someone saying like I had my nightmare alley screening cancelled because every single you know, some theater but- in like the Midwest, like every single theater is playing Spider Man. Sure. You know, I can't see these other movies.
0: Of course. And we live in LA, thank you. Um, where I don't I'm not fearful of not being able to go see movies in theaters in the future because it's I don't know. There's just so many theaters here and there are theaters that will show art house stuff and independent stuff and whatever. I don't worry about that. Do I worry about like, we're, you know,
1: we're in Hollywood. We're in the movie capital of the world. This
0: actually is ho- yeah. It actually is the, you know, we can see Sony from the window oh, that yeah. we're staring out of right now. Huh, um, yeah, Sony. Spider-Man. Uh, do I worry about what it means for movie fans in the middle of the country? Yeah, sure. But also, like, it's just what's happening. And sometimes you can't stop what's happening. And sometimes what's happening sucks, but it's just the natural progression of things. It's not, we're not going it, to, it, it is what it is. So I think if we can get people in theaters to see whatever they want to see, I think that's good. And also, I think we're going to get into this in a second, but, like, S- Spider-Man No Way Home is, like, I thought... A good movie. Yeah. Like, I was in a theater. I, we we both seen it separately, of course. We haven't seen the movie together in months. Um, but I That's was true. in a theater with people who were excited to be there and excited to see a movie, and the reaction was great, and it was fun. Like, do I... I'm sad about the fact that more independent and smaller movies might not be shown in theaters moving forward, but I also recognize that that's probably just going to happen. No matter. Well, I, what. I think what's
1: interesting is it's not necessarily the like the small independent movies that are the ones that get you know knocked out of this conversation. It's kind of like sure. the like smaller studio movies where there's. You know, some of the you know your your it's not even like they're your searchlight pictures movies anymore. Like are sure are those kind of you know not independent tiny budget movies, but those kind of you know they're the nightmare alleys of the world, basically. That
0: but it's almost like people are using this as an indictment on the movie industry. When really, unfortunately, the indictment is on the people who go see movies. Well, it's
1: a little bit of... Uh, I mostly agree with you, but there is some chicken or the egg to that. Sure. In terms of, like, you know, there are, there are ways to hype up some of these other movies. Ultimately, I, I do kind of agree, but I don't think it's quite as cut and dry. Like, there are, there are things that could be done to boost up some of these other movies but you know it's business wise it's not worth it and there's kind of an argument to be made about you know the the current make as much money off this as you possibly can versus you know understanding more of a long-term future for the movie industry and where that responsibility lies and that's when we get into this is exhausting part of the conversation
0: but we're also two years into a fucking global pandemic like where I think people who want. No end in sight, baby. (laughs) Rock and rolling through 2022. I just. I don't know. I I, I found the entire. Now, do you think COVID was created in a lab? (laughs) I feel like I haven't heard that
1: conversation (laughs) asked. That that question asked in a while. Where did that conversation go?
0: You know, do I think COVID was created in a lab? You know, of course I do, but. (laughs) (laughs) It was. Yeah, it was created by, uh, you know, the MCU to, you know, <laughs> push West Side Story out of theaters in a couple <laughs> years. I, you know, I, I don't know. It, it's 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 an interesting conversation to have. Because, like, you and I are sitting here, like, we nothing we love more than going to the movies, right? And, like, the future of that is feels tenuous. But I don't think that, like... The people pushing against the Spider-Man success as a way to sort of, like, counteract, like, the theater experience. Like, this this idea of, like, oh, people will go see Spider-Man, but they won't go see West Side Story. Like, I hate humanity. Like, okay. Also, Spider-Man's a better movie. But, mm, uh,
1: I don't agree with you. It's fine. I, just, it, tonight, I I find it all exhausting.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, uh, it, it is a little bit hard to have the proper perspective here at the, in the uh, entertainment city capital of the world. The what? entertainment I don't think capital, I said that right. the
0: entertainment city capital of the world. Yeah, I mean, this is the entertainment city capital of the world. I mean, we can see, we see every every single
1: movie gets released here. Even things that are like going to Netflix will show up. Sometimes for we could do go see in theaters
0: first. <laughs> Mm, yeah, Daddy. <laughs> okay,
1: please stop. <laughs> but uh, you know, you, you wonder, you know, if you were if you were living back in oh I don't know, East Lansing, Michigan, if you would feel
0: differently about There were no life. movie theaters. We don't we don't need to talk about this again. There isn't a movie theater in East Lansing. <laughs> well, there you go. The only bad part about the most perfect city on earth. Oh god. No movie theater. I would have to take a bus a bus to go to the movies (laughs) wow but yeah like you know to put a button on it like I think it I understand this fear about the future of movie theaters and we're seeing it play out in front of us now like all the time theaters are closing and it sucks but it it's just a natural progression of the culture like people just watch shit at home like the past two years like i i I don't know i i don't think it's you can't it's not an indictment on these like superhero movies like it's to me it's like the it's like god bless them like people are going they're keeping these theaters open like they're paying their employees like
1: Right. This is one of those things where it's where um, you know the argument I guess is like if they weren't making these superhero movies, maybe they'd be making other things. But like a lot of movies come out this year, and Spider Man has more than doubled the second biggest movie. Well, right, and of it's like year already so like other movies have I come think... out and just haven't done well, and maybe it's an issue of marketing or whatever. But uh, there's it's not entirely. No, oh, oh, whatever. F- finish up. Put the button on it. Well,
0: no, I'm saying like, when people say, "Oh God," people go see Spider Man. They won't go see Nightmare Alley. They won't go see whatever. Those people aren't going to see Nightmare Alley regardless. Exactly. Yes. So it's it's yes. Is it? There, it's not. It's not like an either or situation. It's like the like the Marvel Cinematic Universe has cultivated a fan base that is rabid and people will go see that shit no matter what it's not
1: like literally be rabid by the way (laughs) carrying disease and spreading it around to the others
0: but like it it's i don't know it's it's Fine, fine i
1: think that's that's the right point it's not necessarily the either or thing it's like
0: they're not right
1: they're just It's like, are they going to see Spider-Man in the theater? Or or if not, they're not going to go see Nightmare Alley. They're going to watch, you know, The Mandalorian at home.
0: I think movie people get hung up on this stuff. And I think you just need to tell them, and we can be this way sometimes, but, like, people who are into this, like, oh, God, these idiots You go see these superhero movies but won't go see, you know, Parallel Mothers, it's like... Not everybody cares about movies as much as you do. And that's fine. Right. Um, Yeah, like I wish wish the box office total for Red Rocket was as big as it was for (laughs) Spider-Man. But it's just not. And that's okay. All right, I want to uh, change gears slightly here and talk about
1: the why, specifically, this movie – is making so much money. So, and so to, to lift off into that conversation, I want to... The two... Pre, so this is the third in these Spider-Man... The Tom Holland. The Tom Holland Trilogy. Spider-Man universe. <laughs> now, obviously, he popped up in Endgame and whatever, sure, sure, sure. blah, blah, blah. He popped up in others. But there have been now been three specifically Spider-Man movies. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah. And now Spider-Man No Way Home. And yep. we, first of all... <laughs> I understand you have a theme here, but these are not great titles.
0: No, they're bad. I don't like the titles. Spider-Man:
1: Homecoming eh, is fine. Sure, yeah, sure, great. Right. Yeah, Spider-Man: sure. Far From Home. Eh, eh, eh. Spider-Man: No Way Home. Doesn't. Even, I've seen the movie.
0: Doesn't make sense. Well, it does. I'm sorry. It, I mean, the title makes per- no. It makes perfect sense. It doesn't no, make any sense. No Way Home. He can't. Are you about to spoil the movie? Well okay. We're we'll gonna we'll get into that in
1: a minute. Alright, whatever. Okay. Let's, let's talk about the numbers. So <clears throat> Spider Man Homecoming, when it came out a few years back, twenty seventeen maybe? I don't know. Uh opened to hundred seventeen million this opening weekend, finished with three hundred thirty four million. A big hit. Sure. Spider Man Far From Home. Opening weekend ninety two million, ended domestic total again here at three hundred and ninety million. So didn't open quite as big, but had a longer run. God. And now, so you go from opening weekends, 117 for the first one, 92 for the second, 260 for the third.
0: Unbelievable. Total
1: runs, 334 for the first, 390 for the second. We're already at 516. As we've said before, we're looking at 700 for this That's one. crazy. So my question is... In the
0: middle of a pandemic. <laughs> is there a pandemic going on No. So my question
1: is, why... Was this movie
0: so huge? Well, you know the answer to that. I don't know the answer. Oh, come on. I mean, this is the Avengers endgame of Spider-Man movies. And we all knew that. I mean, listen, you mentioned spoilers. Right, but uh, if you haven't... Listen, if you haven't seen... The movie, if you're, if you've, if you've managed to avoid spoilers, if you from the care story, about just what stop to listening. This movie. Just you know, go listen. You've to, already seen this movie. Yeah, go listen to you know. We're gonna spoil stuff. Serial. Um, I think it's very well. It's obvious to me why this has done so well. It's it's shocking that it's done this well in the midst of covid and the state of the world but this is the avengers endgame of the spider-man universe right I mean, it's we all like it was like oh it's a secret, secret but like we all knew right that all three spider-mans were going to be in this movie and all the villains were going to be in it right and that is huge we talked about like the rabid fan base for the mcu like this is it
1: but like the jump from the first two to this one is way bigger than like the Avengers movie jumps. You know, if we're talking like percentage wise, sure. Like, Endgame didn't make double the amount of money that Infinity War made. You know, like it, sure. the jump is so drastic here that it's that it's kind of crazy. And it, it's like we, but somehow we kind of knew this. There was this. There's been this buzz about well, this movie even before the. There was almost buzz that there hadn't been a trailer released yet. Right. People right, were right, like getting right. upset that they hadn't released a trailer. So there was it somehow managed to cultivate this, this, you know, uh, anticipation that was huge even before the trailer came out. And then all of a sudden the trailer came out and it snowballed from there, especially when we had the, you know, the old villains showing up. and Yeah. Look, if, if you have a trailer with the old villains show up, everyone on Earth knows that the old Spider-Men are showing up as well. Um, but let's talk about the, the quality of the movie itself. So, sure, uh, my, the first note I wrote down, uh, when we were uh, last week, when we were going to talk about this movie, <clears throat> it was oh wow, look at these guys, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the 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 these guys in that line are of course Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Now, yeah, well, the thing I was kind of surprised by is this. This wasn't like this wasn't like a cameo. I think right. That's what's so kind of crazy about. Or, or, you know, cra- I use crazy in the way that, like, a Marvel fan would use it here. It's like, so crazy. it's crazy. They didn't just, like, pop up. Crazy! They didn't pop up and have a quick scene. Like, Tony McGuire and Andrew Garfield are in the last, like, third of the movie. Oh,
0: they're in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Right.
1: The one, the, from the time they show yeah. up, like, I, I it's thought an the, extended sequence. Yeah.
0: I thought the same thing when I saw it. I was like, I knew that they were coming, but I thought they'd be in it for, like, two minutes
1: (laughs) right right but you know they they play out the whole thing the whole final battle is 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 the three of them working together and now we are reaching in
0: the unfortunate moment of the podcast where i have to go to the bathroom really right this moment i yeah but you can you just explain to the people where what happens when toby and andrew show up sure i'll try to remember that um so Spider-Man No Way
1: Home, early in the movie, the, the, some bad guys show up, and they are bad guys we recognize, including Dr. Octopus, uh, the Green Goblin, you hear that? and so, <laughs> shut the door! I'm pausing here, I'm not listening to this longer. You're
0: not talking?
1: No, I gave up. Uh, I'm not going to explain where the fucking bad guys came from. <clears throat> so, I'm back. <laughs> so the bad guys, Here, here's the, the basic plot of Spider-Man No Way Home.
0: No, this should be good.
1: It's been a while since I saw it. It's
0: been a while.
1: So, Tom Holland can't find his just way Just
0: the way you taste.
1: Tom Holland can't find his way Old home. rock
0: used to be absolutely insane. <laughs> I can still remember just the way you taste. That was played on the radio. Stained. <laughs> it's been a while. Um. Okay, we're moving on.
1: So, Tom Holland's doing his... his uh, Actually, no. I was going to say he's just doing his thing. The beginning of this movie is insane. Tom Holland and his friends. uh, (laughs) Tom
0: Holland and his friends, yeah.
1: (laughs) Zendaya and uh, the other kid. They all want to go to MIT together.
0: Oh, you must have loved that.
1: No. Did you apply to MIT? No.
0: Yeah. You didn't apply? No.
1: No. No. I'm too smart for MIT. <laughs> <laughs> and like all three of them just kind of assumed that they would get in. Well, they're all very smart. It's one of the one of the uh, most competitive schools in the country, yeah. Yeah. Massachusetts Institute of Technology, yeah. What do you study at MIT? Uh, technology. What does that mean? Unclear.
0: Like what is a major at MIT? I don't know.
1: No idea. Couldn't tell you.
0: I'll be looking this up Never early. met anyone who went there. Um, really? Well, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> you uh, lived in Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota. Go on. So
1: Tom Holland can't get into MIT because he's Spider-Man. That's that's the basic plot of the beginning of this movie, and then he goes to try to really accost the uh, the MIT. Um, admissions officer while <laughs> yeah. she's
0: is that a thing that happens like
1: when you she's like, like, on the highway going across a bridge when and you get into like, when you track get her down.
0: when you get into a college automatically there's just a mixer was there an Ithaca mixer uh I don't know there might have been was it just a bunch of people saying "Nah, I wish we'd gotten into Boston College
1: Boston College I oh, don't know there's no, there's no Ithaca. Ithaca is in, like, upstate New York. It's nowhere near Boston College. The, okay,
0: the East Coast is one. It's a... Okay. It's a... <laughs> you could tell me... Listen. Maine is Rhode Island. Rhode Syracuse. Island is Virginia. If you had said Syracuse, that would have made some sense.
1: Ooh, Syracuse. Syracuse is pretty close to Ithaca.
0: Really? Yep. Why didn't you go there? I didn't want to. Good journalism school there. My so, Trico! <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, and anyway. Mike Tirico stalked a woman on the highway? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a weird story. All right, so God to it's... be a man sports
1: journalist. Poor, poor Tom Holland and their their buddy there, whatever his name is, Ned. I had to write it down. Yeah, His name yeah. is Ned. Uh, they can't get into MIT because Spider-Man is a bad guy. Unclear. Uh, and so Spider-Man goes to Dr. Strange and says, Hey, can you, uh, reverse the world or something so that people forget that I'm Spider-Man. And therefore my buddies and I all get into MIT and free noble. Yeah. It's very noble. He's kind of like, uh, sure. Why not? But then something goes wrong as he's casting the spell because Tom Holland's being annoying to him.
0: And instead of
1: it working correctly, it just kind of opens a portal to other dimensions. And, uh, suddenly the, uh, Doctor Octopus is is on the highway beating up the admissions officer to MIT or yeah. something.
0: Doc that's how I remember it. Only four point one percent of its applicants got into MIT in 2020, 2021.
1: Yes. So probably one of the smallest percentages in the country. It and- is
0: the it has been dubbed the most selective by US News.
1: But, yeah, the plot of this movie involves three high school kids being, like,
0: Forty-five Bachelor of Science degrees were granted. The only type of undergraduate degree, MIT now awards. Oh, interesting. What? Why would you go to a school that doesn't have sports? (laughs) (laughs) Isn't the whole point of college to get drunk at a tailgate? Uh, No.
1: You could have ended that sentence before at a tailgate, and it would be—you'd
0: hmm. be closer. That's a whole wish. Uh, I just don't know about that. Anyway, go on. Sorry, oh, wait. sorry. The plot. Of so Doc Ock, you are on the bridge. Clearly, I don't know
1: the spot. The the the, the Spotify. The yeah. plot
0: of Spotify, way home. <sighs> Who's your Spotify rap number one? Huh? The Avid Brothers. <laughs> uh, it was. I think it was Taylor Swift. Oh, of course. I think two years in a row.
1: what was yours uh i don't know actually oh yeah i'm sure you don't
0: i'm look look it up up. probably friggin oh this should be good yeah no go on who's my number one you tell me no you were gonna make a joke
1: yeah but then i couldn't think of one that was gonna be any more funny than your actual number one top
0: song where's top artist or top artist revealed uh, this isn't right. <laughs> this isn't right. Well says. no, it's not. I mean, it says my number one is Brandy Carlisle. And then my number two is Britney Spears. Which and my number three is Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah, uh-huh. this is right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good for you.
1: Oh. Do you Good think Olivia you. Rodrigo will ever find Good love? Good for you.
0: Do you think she'll ever find love? Uh unclear. Okay. So, yeah, go back to reciting the plot of Spider-Man. We're all waiting with bated breath.
1: I'm struggling with it, too. It's not going well. I don't remember what happens here. Something went wrong. Bad guys show up. (laughs) They have to catch all the bad guys. And then, for some truly insane reason, they're like, hey, uh, let's let all the bad... The other Spider-Men show up, and then they're like, hey, let's let all the bad guys go. They'll all just come with us to
0: this. I like how the big sticking point for this movie is when Tobin Wire and <laughs> Andrew Carpenter show up. He's like, so the other Spider-Men show up, and, and they're like, oh, shit sure.
1: <laughs> No, that wasn't important. The, the big thing here is they just trusted all the bad guys to be like, yeah, you know, I want to get, get quote-unquote fixed. Also they just they just like decided that all these bad guys just have like something wrong with them. Well, they're bad guys. That doesn't mean anything's wrong with them. They're like, We're, "We can like inject you with drugs to fix you." This they're, they're basically like, "We'll just shoot you Was up with some happened? with some medicine and you won't want to be evil anymore." But then uh Shocker of all shockers, okay? uh it doesn't work. They oh. uh by the way, who are some of these lame bad guys? I don't think I ever saw the Andrew Garfield movies. I had no idea what Jamie Foxx's character is. Yeah. Jamie Foxx, like a There's like a sand guy. I think he might have been
0: from. Well, that's Thomas Hayden Church, of course, from uh, Toby McGuire's third movie. He was the one from Sideways. Um, Jamie Foxx, yeah. Here's what I'll say The. This whole thing is about the three Spider-Mans coming together, right? Yes. Can I just say something? No. Andrew Garfield is the greatest movie star we have. (laughs) He was very good in this movie. What was fun about this is that his movies, his Spider-Man movies, have been sort of like derided as not as good as Toby's and as – Tom's. Right. Uh, he really burst into this Oh, he's thing. the
1: MVP of this movie
0: for sure. He is... Okay, so the scene where he... He is... Wow. What? He's great.
1: <laughs> the best scene in the movie is when... No, yeah.
0: you're wrong, but go on. I have a best scene. Go on.
1: <clears throat> no, this is, this is the best moment of the movie. No,
0: go on. Zendaya... Mm, you're right so far
1: is falling you're wrong tom holland tries to save her and get and like can't and then andrew garfield has to jump in uh literally like jump off the building whatever and he ends up catching her and saving her before her death and like he has a moment after he catches her where where he's kind of like thinking about the fact that in his universe he couldn't save emma stone she apparently dies in one of his movies or at least where we know that he has a moment where he says that she is dead and he couldn't save her. Whether that happened in the two movies that he was in, I'm not sure because I didn't see them. But he saves and dies, and it's this really great moment where he's, like, kind of... He just had, he just gets hit with, like, a wave of emotion after he saves her as he's thinking about how he couldn't save his version of... I, I can't do the name. She's MJ. MJ. Emma Stone uh, is... Yeah, sure. I don't know if she's MJ or if she's, she's someone else. She's... She's not MJ. She's, um... Uh,
0: Um. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. What is Amazon's character's name?
1: Ugh. Uh, what's the other one's name? Not MJ. Mary Jane is.
0: Well, you know, I will say for a second, I was hopeful that they were all going to show up.
1: Oh, uh, Emma Stone and um, Kirsten.
0: Oh God. Let me tell you something, Gwen Stacy. Thank you. If Kirsten had shown up god I would have ejaculated <laughs> um anyway
1: so uh, this movie what, what, what did you love about this movie nothing what, what, uh,
0: what's no. the best scene then if it's not him saving Zendaya oh the best scene is the last scene in the movie the last scene when Tom Holland's Spider-Man has his not his memory but everyone in his life's memory erased All right. and he shows up at the cafe that is an Excellent scene. When he shows up and Zendaya is there and she doesn't know who he is, and I thought that was, I it's I was dare I say cinematic. I I mean, here I was thinking about love and lust and and memory and and all of it. It really makes you think, you know.
1: Now I would agree with you. I think on its face, this is a great scene. But my biggest problem with this, the kind of MCU and the, and the Disney properties with, like, Star Wars and everything in general...
0: Yeah, go on. I think
1: Marvel slash Disney has a consequences problem. They refuse to, like, buy into any consequences. Oh, right?
0: nothing means anything. I mean, next movie, they'll know each other. I mean, it, and that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, this is a
1: great moment in the movie, but it's in the first five minutes of the next... Spider-Man movie, like there'll be a spell.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah,
1: they'll just remember yeah. it again. Yeah, of and like that, then then that moment will be, you know, kind of removed as being a, a great. I mean, scene. all
0: of these characters have died twenty times.
1: I mean, you know, it is what it is, and that's part of the issue with bringing these kind of parallel universe characters back. And like we've seen, parallel so many others, like, yeah, yeah, die. Yeah. Um, like this was an issue with. To me, this was an issue with like Infinity War. You know, the movie ends with basically half the people dying, and you're like, okay, well, Endgame. They're, they're gonna no Infinity War. They they get brought back in Endgame, but you like knew oh, oh, sure, they were sure. gonna be brought back in Endgame. Yeah, like they, they're not gonna be like they're not dead.
2: It is now. It Endgame is.
1: ended with some major characters legitimately dying. Sure, or at least kind of. Yeah, you know, whatever. Mm. Iron Man at least died. The others were kind of.
0: Oh, God, I miss him every Captain day.
1: Captain America retired or something? I don't know. What
0: I miss him every day. I miss Iron Man every day of my life.
1: And, like, this was a huge issue in the the, the third new Star Wars movie in, in Last Jedi. You're losing me. Like, people, they, they had scenes where it seemed like someone died, and then, then the next, like... Like, they made it seem like Chewbacca died, and everyone was sad for literally, like, three minutes, and then... Three minutes later, they were like, "Oh, actually, he was on the ship next to the one that blew up. He's fine."
0: Yeah.
1: Well, so they, they just keep doing this thing where, like, I know it's, it's this—it's what really bothers me the most about these these franchises. Yeah. These, no, they, I agree. They, with they I... refuse to commit, and you understand why they do it, and sure, but, like, it makes it weird for me that the fans buy into moments like that when you just know that you know they its not well, going to mean anything.
0: How do you know?
1: Movie. Huh?
0: How do you know? because I've seen enough of this movies to know that we'll there are find no out to any we'll of it. find out, won't we?
1: Also, uh so you 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 I think you're a little higher on this movie than I am. Yeah, maybe. I thought
0: it was I thought it was fun. Like yeah. I mean, it was well, what's funny about I like
1: picking up these movies apart because like there, Oh, I've noticed that. I have noticed
0: or two. I mean they, they fall apart so quickly. But like you know, I see most of the MCU movies. I think they're fun and dumb and stupid and silly and great and, you know, whatever other... Adjective. What, I'm, I'm actually still talking. What, exactly was, actually, actually, what actually exactly was Dr. Strange... I'm actually... still
1: talking. What was Dr. Strange doing in this movie? Like,
0: well, what's his deal? I never um, saw he, his standalone movie. Ooh, it's called Getting a Paycheck. <laughs> but, like, he's what's still, going on with him? He He's... What's his deal? He's what do you mean he's great what do you what do you mean he's what he's great great you think dr strange is a great but, character as a supporting character in the movie yes will i go see the new dr strange movie when it comes out in like four months in the yeah. multiverse
1: of madness probably yeah. is that what it's
0: called probably we'll see it uh what he's gr- he's great all right better uh, Cumberbatch is giving a great performance that's the other thing let's about the two strangers,
1: of- Bronco Henry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh God! I mean, to be better to come to be a best actor nominee and also be in the biggest movie of the year. I mean,
1: God, what, what, a, what a, year. a life! What a year!
0: What a life! What a
1: year! All right, Hold let's, on, let's do positives and negatives from this movie.
0: Mm, okay, positives. <laughs> Oh, you, no, you go first. Go ahead. How many... We give one or... Uh, what? A few things you like. What's you, you give do positives like. positives and negatives. Is this a new segment? <laughs> <laughs> let's give positives and negatives.
1: What did you like about the movie? You haven't said... You've been talking about how great it was. It was okay. Around, and now you
0: haven't said anything. Did oh, like don't... Yet, not, for I mean, look, whatever. It's, it's, it is what it is. I'm not, like, trying to... Well... My button is still not unhooked yet, but we'll get to that. Uh... What do I like about the movie? I think that Andrew Garfield, Tom Holland, and Tobey Maguire are all great. Toby is fine. <laughs> He's definitely the most questionable of them. Andrew Garfield is he kills it. You know what? I, and I, I I will say I watched Tick Tick Boom. Have we talked about that on the podcast yet? Probably not. No. A movie that I went in I haven't seen it yet. looking to hate because just I did. Liked it a lot. He's phenomenal. So that paired with his performance in uh No Way Home. It's just like man, he's he rules. He Andrew Garfield in Spider-Man, it it's fun cuz he it felt like his it felt like his performance was him sort of trying to rectify what happened. Yeah. There, with there, his there movies a little there. bit. Which is fun, because it's it's I don't know. You're like in on the joke a little bit. He yeah, and he was kind of like he was kind of like
1: really. It sounds like kind of weird to say, but he was like full on acting. You know. Yes. Movie, you know. Like yeah. He was he was like killing it.
0: He's great. I I think Tom Holland is a good Spider Man. I like Tom Holland. I think Zendaya's great. Like me too. I don't. Oh God. It's just it's a fun movie how do you feel about uh ned ned rules does he yeah
1: i'm not sure ned is bringing that much to
0: the table oh for me. god you 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 would have stuffed ned in a locker probably
1: <laughs> that's, that's not remotely true i just like ned is supposed to be like hilarious and he just
0: no he's not supposed to be hilarious
1: People are supposed to laugh at, like, almost everything this character does.
0: No, I don't think so. I think we're supposed to, like, like him. He's... He's I, fine. Uh, I think we... I think there's more
1: meat on the... Uh, in that Ned role than we're, we're getting. No okay. offense to uh, Jacob Battleon, but... <laughs> I don't know if he's... Like, we're gonna see him ten years from now uh, being at the Oscars.
0: Oh, well, certainly not. Yeah, certainly not. <laughs>
1: Zendaya on the other hand hold
0: on hold on so you you bring up the Oscars oh yeah yeah shall we discuss this let's do it so there's been this narrative should Spider-Man No Way Home be nominated for Best Picture and also should Zendaya and Tom Holland host the Oscars yes I will let you address those questions in whatever uh order you'd like
1: sure uh should so should spider-man man no way home be nominated for best picture uh no
0: should <laughs> is spider-man no way home better than belfast no is spider-man no way home better than well to me i was gonna say don't look up but we're gonna him. get it we're gonna get into don't look up in a second
1: There are a full 10 Best Picture nominees this year, which I I think is dumb. But that does open the door for something like this to happen. Now, to me, like, would it be good for the Oscars if Spider-Man No No Way Home is nominated for Best Picture? Certainly there's an argument there in terms of, like,
0: viewership of the telecast. here's the thing, though. Is it – like, how many people are tuning into the Oscars – With, like, is Spider Man gonna win? Right. Because if if, if five people? If it does
1: get nominated, we. It's not gonna win. It's 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 not gonna win. Now, to me, this would almost cheapen the really great uh, movies in this realm that, like, have been nominated or, you know, basically the expansion of of the Best Picture nominees was partially a reaction to The Dark Knight not getting nominated for Best Picture. Sure. Uh, And. We since since then we've had Black Panther get nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. If we just like throw in Spider Man here, we're kind of equating it with those which to me is it's not on that level of either of those movies.
0: Yeah, fair. And I think like I this idea that like Was there an I, I, remind me about this. Was there like a push for Endgame to be nominated for Best Picture? Uh, Sort of, but not. Kind of, kind of the same thing that's happening now. Gotcha, but you know, I mean,
1: I don't think Spider-Man No Way Home is a like it's about, it's a fun movie. It like we sure got, we got some good moments. I think there are a multitude of like quality. Uh, not not problems or issues, but like. There's a level of quality that it doesn't hit in some areas that I think should preclude it from being a best picture nominee. But, but
0: again, I mean, the the outsider's opinion to that would be, what is getting it in? Like, instead of no way.
1: Oh well, sure, I'm gonna I'm gonna and, have issues with some of the nominees, I'm sure.
0: And like you know, when we're getting best picture nominee, you know, being the Ricardos, which like <laughs> isn't, God forbid, not going to happen. But right. right. I mean, I, yeah, Why I, I not? understand
1: the argument, but like, it would feel like pandering because this movie is not that good. So it I would agree. feel like this cheap thing to try to like.
0: I agree with you, but I. It's
1: interesting. The answer to your other question is absolutely Tom what Holland was my other question? Should oh. host the Oscars? Oh together.
0: well, listen. So, you Although know, that you...
1: might ruin their relationship.
0: <laughs> I mean, you and I talk on here a lot about the Oscars and and how the Oscars and if the Oscars should attempt to sort of pander to the mainstream or whatever because you know the no way home argument is well the Oscars you know no one's going to watch them if they just honor like these small movies no one's ever heard of and it's like well their job is to Reward the best movies of the year, not the most popular. Right, right. And so, I'm,
1: I'm I, surprised we, we hit the the most popular Oscar. Oh my god, has not entered the conversation. But <laughs> yeah, re-entered. Remember that? That was a fun.
0: I think the Oscar uh, that was a fun stretch on online. I think the Oscars are at their best when they reward like. I think it's an overreaction, perhaps to like a couple of years where the best movies just haven't been the most popular. And this, again, gets into what we were talking about earlier when you look at, like, West Side Story. It feels like maybe a decade ago that would have been a much bigger hit, and like, that's probably going to be a Best Picture nominee this year. So what do you do in this new sort of, I don't know, culture of movie going, where maybe you're your best picture nominees even if there're 10 of them maybe outside of dune i guess are movies that people don't care about or have seen how do, do the oscars change should they change and does that change happen with who's hosting i don't know i mean right well, the problem with with you know especially
1: in a year like this where you know what there's not more than 10 or 12 movies that made 100 million at the box office but
0: what's interesting is that so if
1: the if most of the best picture nominees have to be popular we're, we're already in a whittled downfield but what's and inter- we're talking about like free guy <laughs>
0: <laughs> but what's interesting about that is maybe we can transition into this now like do you know what one of the most popular best picture nominees is probably going to be in terms of like full sphere it's Don't Look Up. Ah, right. So we're in this world now where we're pulling, you know, Best Picture nominees from different, from streaming, from theaters, whatever it is. Like, Don't Look Up came out and, for whatever reason, has really captured the attention of the culture. Don't Uh. Look Up is going to be the most popular Best Picture nominee. Uh
1: yeah, that's probably true.
0: Like I uh, you know I mean we have Dune, Dunes get nominated probably, but like Right Don't Look Up is like the populist choice. We have no idea. I mean, you know, Netflix would come out and say like eight hundred billion people watch this in <laughs> in an hour. Or whatever. <laughs> but
1: like per hour, yeah. Wait, <laughs> before we dive deep on don't look up. Sure. I think we need to break this up with some.
0: Oh my god! Oh my god! My <laughs> kernels! Oh Jesus Christ!
1: Daniel's kernels! Right, Daniel. I, I believe you have some some kernels for us this week. Okay, listen. <sighs> my new segment. <laughs> Big sighing already. <laughs> Sorry, I, <did>
0: <laughs> I understand. Yeah, I, I I'm fully understanding your uh uh hastily prepared top ten stress now. But one of these, okay, so I have kernels. Kyle has fully gone up and left the microphone. So one of these kernels, I think I'm going to spend a minute on each of these each. Can you time me or something? Because I, I can't make this more than it is. Yes. One of these I was going to do last week, and then we all got sick and the microphone stopped working. Um, we brought up being the Ricardos. Are you timing me? I just started the timer. Okay. Yeah. Ah, 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 ah. Okay. Aaron Sorkin. I got a real bone to pick with you, bro. Okay. So, Aaron Sorkin gets Javier Bardem to play uh, Desi Arnaz and being the Ricardos, right? Sure. Okay. So, in response to backlash about Javier Bardem playing Desi Arnaz, uh, he says, quote, you can act being attracted to someone, but can't Act gay or straight. So this notion that only gay actors should play gay characters, that only that only Cuban actors should play Desi. Honestly, I think it's a matter of it's it's all a matter of empty gestures and a bad idea. Hey, guess what, Aaron Sorkin? I'm sick of you telling me what I can do. Okay, I am so sick of. (laughs) How much time left? Uh, Ten seconds. Shut up, straight people. Okay, number two. Uh, okay, good, good, Colonel no. One. Oh, this segment, this segment is dying a slow death. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yes.
1: Well, no, I don't need
0: your comments.
1: I, 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 would like to give my commentary. Oh
0: God! Look here. What I'm trying to say is, Aaron Sorkin. I don't need this like straight man to tell gay people who like gay actors. I'm not one anymore. Uh. What? What? I was a gay actor for a time. Oh, I got you. No, I'm straight now. Uh, (laughs) You're still acting, though. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I don't need Aaron Sorkin to be commenting about uh, what gay actors should be doing and who can play gay roles in movies. That's, let's, okay, let's pump the brakes. Okay. Thank you what are your thoughts No, I would love your thoughts on this real quick sure
1: since you've asked uh, in general I, I, while I think he kind of says it in a bit of an obnoxious way I mostly agree with the sentiment oh my
0: god um, you know are, the, are we going to get into uh, this will be a whole thing if we're <laughs> going to get into this the Scarlett Johansson of it all no. I mean sure, but I I I mean I don't know. I mean like specifically the gay roles. Oh. I mean
1: the idea that that somebody straight should is not allowed to play a gay character is insane. Now, if we if we're going to if we're taking roles away from from a a group of people who is kind of historically unable to get these roles. That's to me that's a different conversation. It's
0: not well, it's not a different conversation though. I think it is. I mean, it's no. they're they're tied together in a way, but
1: uh, Of course they're t- they're tied together, but Go on. What?
0: I'm just saying like So, (laughs) yeah, this is going well for you. Let's keep going. So
1: you... So if someone who's not gay gets cast
0: as a gay character, you're upset? Um, I'm not upset. But I think the larger conversation is about the fact that gay actors themselves, like out gay actors, very rarely get to play straight roles right and so well you haven't seen the matrix resurrections my friend i don't get me started on those two um <laughs> but i
1: no i, I we, we clearly don't have time for this no we really don't a,
0: no but I, in general like no i mean i think no you're right i think gay I- okay fine next note theater guy don't know what that means what theater guy my next colonel i have three colonel kernel- i have three colonels per person, okay
1: oh i have something on my notes that just says uh theater people and i don't know what it means oh theater guy
0: oh my theater guy listen time me one minute
1: you're at 45 seconds I started. Ah, start
0: <laughs> this guy's it. so I, I oh, yeah. went and saw the tragedy of Macbeth okay and before the movie started somebody dug into their popcorn and this guy next to me goes shh and listen I am the king of wishing people would shut up during movies right <laughs> this guy took it too far okay if the movie hasn't started somebody can make noise oh, of course okay that's it now, this will lead into our discussion that will end the podcast, I think. I would like briefly to talk about...
1: Wait, are you done with this, Colonel? Yeah. To- oh, sorry. Let me reset the timer. Thank you. Ready? Go.
0: I want to talk about Adam McKay.
1: Okay. Colonel number three, Adam McKay.
0: Now, Adam Ma- mentioned
1: Sorkin, and now we're mentioning Adam McKay. Adam McKay. Our two favorite movies of the year.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Director of the feature film Don't Look Up, which I uh, unfortunately did see. Uh, and we'll talk about it in a second. So, Adam McKay, so in Don't Look Up, people have pointed out that in the movie there is a mistake, right? Where you can see the crew.
1: Oh, yes, I saw something about this.
0: He responded to it? Oh, yes. Adam McKay responded, saying, "Good eye. We left that blip of the crew in on purpose to commemorate the strange filming experience." <laughs> now, uh, Adam McKay, this is an open warning. You can come on. The- oh, I'm sorry. The uh,
1: your third colonel time is up. Uh, we are going to move along.
0: <laughs> fine, that's fine. Fine. Well, you were about to offer him. Uh- I was. I was gonna say come on the podcast. I would love to talk to you. I would love to talk to you. Well is about...
1: it about like a couple frames? Yeah. So the idea that they're like uh, so that that's what? Like that's a that's supposed to be an Easter egg? That there's a shot of the crew? Sure.
0: <laughs> Listen, Adam K That's hilarious. An open invitation to come on so I like can absolutely fucking rail you. What? No. Nope. <laughs> About his film. Oh, oh, okay. No, no, we'll see what happens. <laughs>
1: uh, I'd like to ask him, about Will Ferrell and oh my god, their Oh
0: Jesus Christ, that's all I <laughs> want to know about. All right, the movie that has moved the nation. Don't
1: look up. I mean, so first of all, before we dive into our thoughts on "Don't Look Up," I just want to say that. If there was a, uh, a comet and it was going oh to
0: hit the hope, world... Oh, God, I wish.
1: Don't Look Up, is it, that's exactly what would happen.
0: <laughs> you know, it's actually funny. So I watched the feature film Don't Look Up. It's actually funny that I've seen many parallels to today's culture. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. Listen. This is how it would go. You know, I watched Don't Look Up, and I was like, "Man, this is actually sort of how things are in real life. <laughs> I this is actually what things are like in real life." <laughs> I see many parallels to like the climate, God. You know. <sighs> are you trying to pull up another fucking clip on your phone over here? What no, are you doing? I played doing? them
1: all. Out. I. I- I, I Twitter searched don't look up real quick to
0: see what is going on here. Okay, so don't look up. I did not care for the film.
1: Well, you must be a climate change denier then.
0: <laughs> I mean, isn't it crazy, Right, Like, the narrative oh, that this... Are. This is perfect. Sorry. Sorry. No, please, it's please. Perfect. Neil deGrasse
1: Tyson tweeted nine hours ago, finally saw the netflix film don't look up a fictional tale of a nation distracted by pop culture and divided on whether to heed dire warnings of scientists everything i know about news cycles talk shows social media and politics tells me the film was instead a documentary <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I was looking for someone's tweet to just, like, sum up everything perfectly. Well, you can always go to uh, boy, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Uh, came through
0: for me. <laughs> Listen, I, I, don't look Did up. Did you know this was a documentary? Oh, my. It's almost like don't look up is, like, a documentary. <laughs> like, if you look at, like, what's going on in the world, bro, like, don't look up is almost like a documentary. Climate change. Uh. I don't know if you know
1: this, but we've been ignoring the scientists <laughs> on climate change.
0: Oh, my God. So, like, in Don't Look Up, when they were, like, ignoring the scientists, dude? Like, I was like, oh, my God. It's almost like what's happening in real life. Like, what's like COVID or, like, the fucking climate crisis, bro? Like, it's like, oh, my God. Like, they fucking nailed that. They, like, hit the nail on the head, dude. Like, the Adam McKay, dude, he, like, gets it, bro. Like
1: Now, since you didn't, like, like, Don't Look Up, That, by definition, means you are pro-climate change?
0: Yeah. I love climate change. I hope all the polar bears fucking drown today. (laughs) Like,
2: oh, God. It's...
1: I... I, Sigh a couple more times. I just... (laughs) I just...
0: Here's the thing with don't look up. I think, and I I think I've maybe said this to you already, but, like, it feels like a movie that people who see four movies a year watch and think that it's, like, this impactful statement. It is saying – the film is saying
1: nothing. This movie has – I mean, it's about time we have a movie with a message. (laughs)
0: You ever think like if you watch Don't Look Up and you like you see like the Cape Blanchett character? It's almost like she could be like like on Fox News or something. Like it's almost like that's what they're saying on Fox News. Like it, you see her like Heather Perry is there and it's like, bro, like that's almost like the Fox News talking about the climate. Like I don't like it's just crazy. It's just crazy, bro. Like they like forecasted all this. Fuck this movie. That's me, not the character oh, that I was just oh, doing. Yeah, I, was, I, was I took I took years of improv, so that was actually yeah. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, I yeah, got it. What? Um, like, what are your don't look up? Thoughts?
1: I found uh, don't look up to be mostly obnoxious. Correct. Uh, I enjoyed, you know, some of it. I I thought there were funny moments. Uh, it's not like this is devoid of all humor or. I think it's for the most part really well acted. I think I think people are generally giving pretty good performances. Yeah, uh, mostly across the board. The style of the movie is kind of obnoxious, but it didn't even entirely bother me. Um, it, the the sort of at this kind of new Adam McKay, uh, I don't
0: know, editing style. But he's getting like, we're getting into a territory here with his movies, where. It's almost not, I don't want to say it's not even a movie anymore, but like, sorry, hiccuping. It's a documentary. (laughs) You know, do you ever think about like, don't look up, like, could that actually happen? And I'm like, (laughs) oh my God, bro. Like it's actually, it is actually happening right now. (sighs) You know, I think all these criticisms of, like, oh, it's, like, oh, it's, like, this, like, liberal, it's so pretentious. I didn't even get that from it. Like, it's just, I don't think it's a good movie. Yeah,
1: yeah. I just thought it was, like, it was very obvious throughout. Like,
0: yeah, there sure. was
1: no subtlety whatsoever. It was kind of just, like...
0: It's just not, to me, like, it's just not funny.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's funny,
0: there are some funny moments, but, like... It's a great premise for a movie, but it just, like, it leans so
1: hard into, like, isn't this kind of, like, what things are like right now? It was just. The entire thing. just beat you over the head with that, you know.
0: It's just. It's not fun to watch a movie that, like, feels like it's winking at you the entire time. Right. You're like, yeah, like, I'm. Clearly, some people and... Well, that's. I mean, that's that's fine. I just. I don't know. Like, people are responding to this movie and very interesting ways. Well, it's, I will just leave it at that. Okay. I will leave it at that.
1: Uh, so I'm personally not a fan. I I thought it was, I, 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 agree. Uh, very far on the obnoxious side of the scale rather than, yeah, you know, hilarious or poignant. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, DiCaprio is mostly doing some decent work. He's fine. Uh, his you know what should have been the best part of the movie is his like flip out when he goes back on on the morning whatever show
0: yeah the morning joe of like it he has all a great like
1: he has a great flip out where he just kind of breaks down and is screaming on the show and like that should be kind of the the culminating moment of the movie where where all his frustrations has led him to except it's not at all. He's been like all over the place yeah. character wise. Like there's no build to this moment. It just kinda like Yeah happens and it's it's it was very weird to me that it it kinda came out of the blue. Like first I I was telling you this uh before we recorded, but the way the movie is like playing out up until that point, it's almost as if uh Leo's character is gonna like kinda join the dumb politics team of just like like he kind of just starts like hanging out with them or he's like named to their task force or whatever and it almost feels like the movie is heading in what I thought would have been an interesting direction of like him kind of like turning sure. on, on the side and like being seduced by this like you know basically the the dumb politics of it all but instead he just kind of like jumps back and flips out yeah i i thought it was a really weird uh, yeah you know just story moment and like if you play just the clip of him flipping out like it's great you know like that'll that'll live on as his flip out scene because it's it's well performed but but in the context of the movie i don't think it was earned yeah agree uh jennifer lawrence is back she has (laughs) a funny wig and goes to michigan state and that's when you (laughs) listen
0: there isn't enough time to Um, discuss the michigan state of it all Meryl Streep is is playing like a dumb president, which... But I think, like, this is... Like, Meryl Streep playing this sort of, like, dumb, idiotic sort of ditzy president. Kate Blanchett is playing this, like, insane cable news host. Like, all these things are, like, up. I'm like, hell yeah. Like, that sounds so up my alley. And then you see it play out and you're like, what? <laughs> it's just not... Uh, it, uh, it's just not done in the style. There's just no subtlety. I think is is. It's just, it's well. It's just not. It's just not well written. It's just not. It's just nothing. It's so. It's all so obvious. It's. It, there's nothing like. You can forecast. All of it. It's just not. I don't know. It, yeah. it, like. And when will we get to the place again? And we're like Kate Blanchett is playing this cable news host, this, like, Laura Ingram, whoever else type. Right. That should be my shit. <laughs> and she, to be clear, she is great. I thought she was great, yeah. She's great. But it's not. It could be so much more. And I think that's what the entire thing feels like to me. It's like, it just could be so much yeah, more. Yeah, this is a
1: great premise for a movie. It's just it. It just didn't land for me
0: no we haven't talked about the best part
1: the best part mark rylance and and what tech what, what, <laughs> oh, you're gonna, oh
0: you're gonna throw your employer in the bus the, huh what
1: tech genius exactly is is he uh
0: is it elon i mean nobody knows
1: yeah uh, mark rylance had a funny voice i enjoyed him oh wait are you talking about ariana I think you gotta turn it up for it
0: That's as loud as it goes.
1: <laughs> not
0: this again. No bounds, Let the speed of sound. Can you play it from your phone? Why well, is your phone louder than mine? <laughs> sure for, I don't know. Well, I've had this one for eight years. That might well, be probably.
2: part of it. part of me.
0: What's it called? It's called Just Look Up. Okay. Oh
1: here it is, okay. Why
0: wow, your phone is so much louder than mine. Mm-hmm. Sing it! Sing!
1: Mm-hmm. Was, I faded it out. Um, okay. that's the best part of the movie. Uh, I disagree. I didn't really enjoy the the Ariana Grande parts. It's fine. The song is if the they song- had chopped out the song entirely. I would have liked the movie like twenty percent
0: more. Okay, well, you know, you're. What was your
1: favorite part? So you know, I'm Aww. glad for your sake that they
0: didn't. Thank you. I mean, uh, should they have just played over the lot. credits? Yeah, probably. That means a lot to me. That should means they
1: lot. have just played it over the credits? Yeah, probably. That means a lot to me. <laughs> um, Jonah Hill had some funny lines. Yeah, um, <sighs> yeah.
0: Oh, he got who who else was behind. It? Who else was in it? I don't know. Everyone. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Melanie Linsky, God bless, may have been my favorite part. The only part that felt grounded in any sort of anything. I that is...
1: Who, exactly?
0: Leo's wife. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was good. God bless her. Love her to death. Love her to death. And she does listen to the podcast. Melanie Linsky is listening
1: here. Uh, I liked... Jennifer... L- oh, Timothy Chalamet. He was great.
0: You know, (laughs) listen, at some point, we're going to need to have a conversation about Timothy Chalamet. And who let him really get away with all of this? (laughs) What? What does that mean? You know, I was a big fan of Timmy. You know, I'm sort of a call me by your name defender, even in the wake of even the wake of Army. But what are we doing
1: here? Yeah, because Wha- because both those actors are gay in real life, got it. <laughs> right, right, right.
0: <laughs> okay, that's enough. No, we're we are ending things there. No, I'm serious. I, we're ending it there. Um we didn't get away with it. He's he's in every movie. Oh yeah, yeah. And I I I like the guy, but like <laughs> 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 but like his character in Don't Look Up is <sighs> it... <sighs> it just <laughs> it just feels I don't know, it it just feels like he's leaning into this Timothy Chalamet persona and
1: You think it feels a little too early for this?
0: It's a little too much. Like, okay, you're like 24, or like you haven't earned this. I don't know. He's doing like, he's like doing Timothy Chalamet cosplay, and it's right. like you're Timothy Chalamet, and you <laughs> like can barely drink. This is
1: this is like Tom Cruise in in Tropic Thunder, sort of like
0: right.
1: short of care. Yeah, like. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, he's not. Tom Cruise. Yeah, right. Ex- yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. Well,
1: um, so don't look up. You'll watch it on Netflix. Uh, you'll be one of 800 billion Jesus people Christ. to watch it. Rice. Uh, Christ. Probably getting nominated for Best Picture. Almost uh, definitely, right?
0: I would say almost definitely, yeah.
1: Spider-Man The Way Home. You don't think it's getting nominated, right?
0: Uh, no. But I, I, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't. Hate it. I mean, if it if it takes the place of something else that doesn't deserve to be there, I can get behind that. Like if it takes the place of, I mean, I guess that's the discussion, right? Like if we have yeah. like a top eight in place, and so spots nine and ten are sort of between fluctuating. If that takes the place of like being the Ricardos, great. If it takes the place of, like, Drive My Car, a movie I loved, no. Got it. If it takes the place of uh... Space Jam, A New Legacy. <laughs> <sighs> I would support a space jam nomination. <laughs> uh, no, but you know what I mean, like yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I don't care if if it, But of course, course, you never really know that, I suppose. Of course, right, exactly. But it, it, if it if it pops up on nomination morning, I don't think it will. But if it does, uh, great, cool. I, I I would not have a problem. There's ten nominees. <laughs> That's too many. Um,
1: man. Uh, have you have you checked the latest box office numbers? Like since we've been recording, has Spider Man made another twenty million?
0: <laughs> okay, fuck you. <laughs> Listen, this podcast now. I mean, every week is going to be this. It's going to be me, just like man on wire, just like <laughs> I don't know where we're headed. I hope I get to the other side. But it feels like.
1: I mean, based on the numbers we're looking at.
0: Okay, so we're going back to.
1: I think it's probably something like, I would say you have like a seventy percent chance to win right now. I'd say it's like 70-30. Oh
0: God! Okay,
1: maybe sixty five thirty five.
0: I'm not. I'm not. I'm not quite there yet. I'll let you say that.
1: But you know, before Spider Man released a, we were, It was like. 99 oh i was counting my checks and when i say count
0: my checks i don't know what the prize is for winning this was it (laughs) was to buy each other dinner i think so i mean we're talking about this like the winner the loser has
1: to die the hours we've we've put into researching (laughs) tracking recording well and speaking Speaking oh listen next week oh baby the cycle starts again So so we're going to... The most insane thing we do here (laughs) on the Popcorn Boys. We are doing next week the 2022 box office draft. Because we'll be in 2022. And hey, you know, some movies come out in January that may
0: need to be drafted. So next week we'll be doing the draft while also updating (laughs) last year's draft. (laughs) God, We'll begin the episode with the draft update and
1: then we will draft. Yes,
0: exactly. Next week... Is the 2022 box office draft? Well, god, fourth annual. I'm so
1: excited. Fourth annual, fifth, fourth annual, fourth Th- annual, fourth. Yeah, this will be our fourth draft. All right. Yeah, yeah. Now one of them we we ditched one, because one did because the movies come because you, know, uh, you know Tom 20. Hanks got COVID.
0: <laughs> so, <clears throat> oh god. I'm so scared. Get so we. we by the way,
1: yeah, this is probably something we should discuss off pod. But we, I feel like we maybe oh, tweak some of the rules in terms so? of the uh, like alternates that we draft and stuff. Because like last last year we we did this draft in May, and now we're doing it in January. So we know so much less about the entire slate of movies. Did it in May? Yeah. Why? Because that was when we started the podcast, or because movies like hadn't come out yet theaters weren't open yet
0: oh you know people forget about the pandemic yeah
1: (laughs) we did it once theaters like actually started opening i mean once godzilla made a hundred million dollars we were like okay we
0: we need to draft hold on but now now, this is this is a next week discussion
1: (laughs) Well, we're doing the draft next week so we need to discuss it
0: before then on the podcast? No, I'm saying off podcast. Okay. We have, to have the rules discussion. Okay. God, fair enough. Right, oh, We got to get out of here.
1: I'm so sorry. Uh, all right. Now it's time for the hastily prepared top 10 of the week. Wait, really? No, I don't have one. I was going to do Christmas movies, but it seems we may be past that. What was your number one? Because oh, you did this for last week. It's a wonderful life. Mm. But easily the best Christmas movie.
0: It's fine. You disagree? No, it's fine. It's a little schmaltzy for me. Number two is... Um, oh, she's going to do the schmaltzy. Whole list. He's going to do the whole list.
1: It's like... Eh, watch It's a Wonderful Life again. I've seen it. Have you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, number two is uh, A Muppet Christmas Carol. Kay. Of course. Good one. Um... You know what? I didn't actually put these in my own order. Remember, I was researching from some other. I was gonna. Sure. I was going to go down the whole – instead of doing a top ten, I was going to go through a list and say overrated or underrated <laughs> for this at this ranking. So here oh. we go. It's a wonderful life at number okay, yeah, one. Yeah, overrated yeah. or no, underrated? A week
0: after Christmas. This is great. I guess yeah.
1: it can't be underrated, but is it number one? Yes. Uh, Number two, Christmas vacation.
0: Overrated or underrated? Are you asking me? Yeah. Well, that's a tough one because I – according to who? Critics? You. Me? I'm saying
1: I found a list that said this is the second best Christmas movie ever. Do you find that to be
0: underrating it or overrating well, it? Well, that's impossible because I, I do love that movie. That That is sort of my go-to Christmas movie is Christmas movies. So you think it's underrated at number two? You think it should be number one? Number three, sure. A Christmas Story. Fan or no? Yeah.
1: Third best Christmas movie ever? No. Number four, White Christmas. Thoughts? Never, what is that? White Christmas. Bing Crosby? Yeah. No. It's great. Uh, number five, Home Alone. Under. It's underrated at number five. Should yeah. be higher. Yeah. Uh, number six, Scrooged. You a fan?
0: No. Me neither.
1: Uh, number seven, Miracle on 34th Street. Don't care. Number eight, Bad Santa. <laughs> Under. You think it's underrated? Yeah. You, you're a fan of Bad Santa. Number three. Uh, number nine, Muppet Christmas Carol, severely underrated. Under. Should be number two. Uh, number ten. Oh, just uh, Christmas Carol, Over. not non Muppet version. Over, don't care. Uh, and some other notables. Uh, number eleven, The Nightmare Before Christmas. You a fan? Don't care. Um, <laughs> number twelve. See, this this list was kind of dumb. Like like the Apartment was number twelve. I
0: don't consider that a Christmas movie. No, but I love that movie. Uh, number 13 Elf Are you a fan? Don't get me started On Elf <laughs> Don't
1: What's your answer? I don't know if you Like love it so much that I you, Or you hate it
0: absolutely so hate. <laughs> I absolutely hate Elf great. Elf More like Put it on the shelf <laughs> Okay And finally elf. Okay, we'll, we'll wrap here uh, Number 43 On this list Huh Was Love Actually Again, there's not enough time.
1: Love Actually is great.
0: I love it. Top 10. You actually love it? Yeah. It's not a Christmas movie, but... What? Love Actually? A Christmas movie can't just happen around... No. Love Actually is...
1: The whole thing is about it
0: being Christmas. It's not a Christmas. I feel it in my face. Bingers. I feel like we talked I about this. I feel it in my toes. We talked about this recently. Christmas is all around us. Emma Thompson in Love Actually. We, this happened two weeks
1: ago. Yeah, this is weird.
0: Emma Thompson in Love Actually is the reason I... For the season. No.
1: For the Christmas season. She's the reason for the Christmas season. God, I love her. Ugh! That feels like a good place
0: to end. Emma Thompson, yeah. You hate Elf? Interesting. Elf? I. Santa! I, don't, I know him. I. I like, know him. No, like even like you, even you saying that is making me really worked up.
1: Yeah, you and Adam McKay both. <laughs> oh God elf put it on the shelf oh my god all right i need to start my research for uh the box office i know there.
0: next week baby god i'm so scared
1: stay tuned next week on the popcorn boys
0: bye everybody happy new year happy new year bye goodbye